go to pull up my pants okay. and my hands wet. I'm like, what the fuck? I look. What now? What is this? It's brown. And I'm like. Don't smell I, it? No, I oh. smelled it. Unfortunately, I smelled it. And it was shit. So I had purge and shit on me <laughs> on the same day. It was a great day. Great day. <laughs> Coming from the witness room this evening, we have Caton. He is. Hello. Uh, how are you? How are you? How's Doing it going? well on yourself? Uh, he is a cremation specialist. He has well, been yeah. uh, a removal, head removal driver, or what, what would you call yourself? Give us a background on, on what you're doing now, where you've been, um, and your history kind of in the funeral industry. Yeah, cool. No worries. Yeah, so I'm currently now a crematory operator. Um, for the past uh, five to six years, I was doing removals. Um, I'm sure you're all aware of that. Well, at least if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you know what that is. <laughs> and um, yeah, I've been with the same company and uh, yeah, I've kind of kind of seen all kinds of uh, ins and outs uh, sure. within the funeral home and without of it too. Yeah. I always find it interesting. Do you guys call it more removals in California or is it more transfers? Because I feel like people call it different in different places of the country. Um I know I always grew up with removals and then I was hearing people who call them transfers and I'm like, is that like the more correct terminology to say nowadays? And I just never know. What, what do you usually hear? Yeah. So uh, as soon as I started uh, in the industry, I've known them as removals, um, but we also have transfers too, because uh, at least in, in, in my current uh, employment, um, there's a care center, um, which is where the removal drivers would work out of. And um when we would do a removal, whether it's at somebody's home or a hospital, wherever the case, uh, that would be considered a removal. But within the care center, they actually do um, service about eight or nine different mortuaries. Uh, okay. So we would do transfers to the mortuary. So they would get embalming, dressed, casketed, all that other uh, stuff here, and then taken to the respective funeral home. Got it. So the, that's the kind of difference between the two specifically. So they're kind of used inter interchangeably. but Yeah is kind of like a little specific difference so yeah that's interesting yeah i've always wondered about that i was like maybe that's people use transfer when they're talking in front of a family because removal is a little bit harsh yeah and, and that's the thing i think that i think that's what it's more said that way yeah. for so it doesn't come off so there's always an obviously you know there's always negative connotations in this industry with everything so yeah i'm sure that has everything to do with it yeah the, it's just it's very interesting how a lot of different names that we were accustomed to years ago have now changed into different words. Like you don't say like wake or you don't say, you know, ashes, things yep. like that have gone by the wayside towards visitation or memorial cremated remains. So kind of the jargon that we use in the funeral industry is no longer kind of accepted because sure. you can't really use it in front of the families for, for many reasons. But I think mostly it's because, a lot of the old school terms are kind of a little bit harsh. You know, yeah, and I, I and I totally understand that. I mean, even here, uh, yeah. they don't they don't like uh, the word they don't like the word hearse being thrown around. It's coach. You know, oh. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's the same uh, where you where you guys are from, but uh, no. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard it called a coach, of course, but we still hearse is totally totally fine. Yeah, no, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 almost a forbidden word. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Do, do you know why? Is there some sort of 
negative connotation behind the meaning of hearse or something? Like I, I, I've never even heard of someone having a problem with the word hearse. <laughs> I think just in that regard, I think it is just because it sounds nicer. It's more pleasant to hear yeah. than, than hearse. Got it. Got it. That makes sense. And like when you're on the phone talking with families, there's a whole different thing than it used to be. You need to be more, not that I, not that I was ever this way, but I think maybe it's like older people, older generation, a little bit harsh. All right, when can we come pick up the body? You know, that's how yeah. I always like remember hearing it. And like, that's not how you, when can we bring your loved one into our care? It's just something that's much more tasteful and nice for the family to hear. Exactly. Rather than like harsh old school funeral director. Hey, when, when can we, you know, when can we embalm? Like, exactly. You know, like even when taking, fir- exactly. And even when taking first calls, when I was doing removals, um, the families, they would be like, well, when are you going to come pick up the body? And I'm like, oh, they're okay saying it, you know, but I feel right. it's just weird because right. then we'll say it, but we'll get shit for it, you know? Yeah. See, that's, that's the difference right there. So if they're okay with it, you kind of have to read the family because exactly. it is all definitely based on that. And I think it's all, all for the best, just like, so it's more of a pleasant situation, but at the same time, I do think that us putting kind of roses on things, so to speak, might confuse some families because you're like, okay, when, when can we take care of your loved one? Sure. You know, maybe referring to embalming or something. They don't know what that means. Like, when would you like, would you like to have an open casket viewing? People don't understand that we mean, would you like the body embalmed? So it just, it's just very challenging. We're trying to do the right thing, but sometimes you have to, there's no other option to be a little bit blunt, a little bit like, Hey, this is exactly what I mean. Because you can't let things get confused just by like terminology. Just it all comes from a good place, of course. Exactly. But that's that's the tricky thing. Yeah, and, and just going off of that, um, you could say one thing to whoever you're speaking with, and, and another family member might hear it and misinterpret what they're saying, or or take things out right. of context too. So yeah, it's it's a it's a very right. it's very much a uh, a uh, a learning curve because you have to learn how to be able to read the families uh, before fully engaging with them. You know, because it'll just there's just so yeah. many there's just so many issues that can come from that. Sure. There absolutely is. So have you been at the same funeral home your entire career? Have you bounced around a little bit? Uh, so uh, I know you were in removal. So were you part of a removal team or how did that kind of work? Yeah. So I'm still within the same company. Um, I'm just in a different uh, location uh, right wow. now. Uh, when I first started, uh, same thing. There was a care center. There was a, a team of removal drivers. Um, and it was uh-huh. the same thing uh, when I moved to this location as well. There's also a team of removal drivers here. Got it. Okay. That's cool. Which one have you preferred since you've done a little bit of both? Did you prefer the removal side or do you like, uh, you know, being in the crematory, working with the retorts and the cremated remains all day? So I, I definitely, there's pros and cons to both. Um, I, yes. They're both physically grueling. They, there's no doubt about yes, that. Yes. That's, yeah. that's, that's one thing that they both share. Um, yeah. I did, I did like the, the, um, the ability to be able to go out and, you know, do, doing as far as doing the removals, Sometimes That's they were, and then sometimes they were a little tedious because as, as you know, removals are a very quick process once you're there. So sometimes we would drive uh, hours to, to pick up and then for five minutes of work and then, then you drive back and that, but that would be your day. Uh, right. As opposed to being in the crematory, uh, I'm in the same place you're all day, in. you know, you're locked in exactly. Yeah. But um, that would be my biggest difference or not biggest. that would be my my biggest factor of which one I would like more because I would prefer to be kind of running around if I had to choose between the two. 
and I just get very sweaty also. So being in the oh, being in the crematory all day, I, I used to do it. And it was just I even though of course you're gonna get sweaty on removals, but then you could go right back to the AC in the car exactly. and you're good to go. Yeah. So that's 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 another fact. But where uh, what state are you based out of? I'm uh, I'm in Chicago. Chicago okay. Oh okay, I was just there uh, in December. Um Oh yeah, what'd you do out here? I was actually on tour uh, with a band. No kidding. Yeah. Let's hear it. What kind of band? Uh, what do you got going? So what do you I, play? Uh, I'm the touring guitar player for a band called Bite Me Bambi. Free plug for you guys, by the way, if you ever hear this. Yes. Uh, it's a ska band, though. Okay. Okay. Very yeah. nice. So, yeah, we did we're a... Gonna to, we're going to have to like, get some of your music and, and play it. Sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. A, Not my band, so I just want to get permission before I do that. So, yeah. But that'd Absolutely. be cool. Nice. So, did you like Chicago? What were your thoughts coming from California? Uh, it's fucking cold, dude. Yeah, it was my first time. And you came in September? No, it's in, no, in December. And, and apparently as soon oh, as we came back here, that's when the I real cold started. September. Okay, I thought you said September. Oh, yeah, no, no, yes. December. December's a different ball game. Do you know uh, where you performed at? Uh, it was at a venue called Reggie's. Yes, yeah. I've been to Reggie's. Yeah. It's on the south side. Yeah. I love Reggie's. Shout out to Reggie's. They were cool people there. took care of us. It was awesome. Yeah, Anyone listening, if you ever go to Chicago and you're like near downtown or the south side, Reggie's is a great spot. It's like they always have live music and it's like a lot of fun. It's like very interactive, mm-hmm. it's very unique spot. This is like so specific to like three people listening. So sorry. Everyone. No, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, who knows? It's a great city. So you never know uh, if you're in, in town, like that's that's a good spot. But um, anyway, so we were talking about the difference between the two and what you prefer. So what does it come down to? Like, which would you say is your preference? Um, I was getting around to, to, to finishing answering the question. Cause like I said, there are pros and cons. I did, I did like getting out, but living in California, traffic is such a pain in the fucking ass. So it kind of gets tiring yeah. after a while, uh, you know, yeah. dealing with the traffic cause it delays the rest of your day. You know, it's, uh, it right. can really throw things off for the rest of the day, especially, uh, the weekend crew, uh, at this location for a long time, it was just me and uh, my coworker. Okay. And uh, that was it for removal. Like, so there was the two of us, the two removal drivers, wow. and then one embalmer on site, and that was it. So it would really, Dang. yeah. So is it like you have to hit your quota, like whatever's out there for the day you guys got to get done? Or is it more like whatever's within these hours? How does that? How did that work previously for you? So we would basically – I'll just give an example for the weekend just because it was more up to, to myself and my coworker to determine what calls we could get. Uh, taken care of in in a single day or in a single shift i should say um we would try to see if there were any residence calls first because uh with i don't know if it's the same for every other um mortuary but they required two people for residence calls here correct so okay so i i just wasn't sure if that was uh uh, you know an all-around rule how how would you do it without you know like dude i've heard stories where people have gone in solo for that what that's what i said i Unless it's you know an eighty pound little old person, exactly. But even even when you get the weight from a family, you could still have a couple turns. You could have stairs. The family might want to be watching Mm -hmm. you do stuff. Going on a a removal by yourself at a house is is craziness. And it's and it's nerve wracking too because especially if they're more than what you can physically carry, you're kind of you know yeah exactly. There's no way there's no way around it. Oop, that's a death call here. Hold on just a second. All right, I think the students got it. I'm sorry about that. You know, we've been seeing a lot more business come in ever since we started mortuary marketing. And I got to tell you, all the funeral homes we work with, are they're saying the same thing. So what do we do? 
We run ads on Google and other similar sites that get directed at families that need a funeral home in your area. It then brings them to a page that we've designed for you that gets the family to call you to inquire for your services. It's really increased our volume big time. It's working for my funeral home, and I think most parlors could really benefit from its uses. I put a bunch of information in the podcast description. Go check it out. I'm always happy to help talk with you and answer any questions you might have. All right, let's get back to our morbid discussion. So you, so end of the day, it seems like you would lean the cremation route. Does that seem fair? Uh, yeah. yeah, I would say so, especially now. Um, I mean, I'm not like, an, I'm not an old man, but I'm, I'm in my thirties and, uh, yeah. being able to be stationary, uh, is, is a nice, is nice, you know, uh, outside yeah, of the heat, and, man, cause it gets hot, it, at least in my crematory, yeah. my office is in my crematory. A lot of other crematory operators out here have a separate office from, from the uh-huh. crematory, but everything I need, my computer, everything is in the crematory as well. So the summers are nice. pretty brutal. The, the heat is, is also a different factor. Yeah. It just, you're just sweaty and you're dirty every day, but yeah, they're both, they're both physically tolling, but I would think the transfer removal side is a little bit more like that is like, could be some physically, you could hurt yourself. Oh yeah. And that's definitely like a younger person's type of game. You know, exactly. I think the, the more you, the more you do it, the less. Exactly. You want to do, like I don't really do that many removals anymore. Like the beginning of my career, I would always be chopping at the bit. I'll, I'll do any single one. And now I'm like, I have hurt my back and shoulders so many times. Not to sound soft. No, but it's still, it's true. I still, I still puffed it out. Don't you worry. I never took a day off. Don't worry. Yeah, no, it's but absolutely it's true. You actually can hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, you need, you need to be able to be physically, physically able to do this kind of stuff and you know as you get older it's a little bit different yep. and i feel sure. and that's a, that's a perfect way of explaining it i feel <clears throat> excuse me the crematory is like a good middle ground it's like the in between yeah you know if, since i'm not working in the office uh you know doing arranging or anything cemetery related uh, it's a good middle ground i still get to be yeah. active but i also get to be sedentary as well right that's what i i mean that's what i think about i do a lot of embalming and I was like, I'm still very active. I'm on my feet all mm-hmm. day making layouts or embalming. Like I'm still very active, but not having to do the removals has been like a nice thing. And we're not old guys by any means, but when you're doing it for so many, so many years, it like you kind of grow out of different phases mm-hmm. of funeral service. Like you kind of find out, all right, like this is, you know, not the aspect that I wanted to stay in forever. Exactly. I think that's kind of how it really ebbs and flows like over the years. And not to say that I wouldn't do it, but you know, it's just very, very different. And I work with my family and it's a lot of older, my older generation is still very much involved. And of course, like they, they cannot, I would never ask them to go on like a house call with me. Like that would be crazy, crazy thing to do. So uh, it's all about probably who you're with too, because if I got to be like the second person on the gig and I didn't have to raise up over my head, I'd probably be like, okay, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I, again, I didn't, I didn't mind doing the removals. It was mostly the traffic that really just started to yeah. get, just to be overwhelming. And um, uh, I do, I do actually have a, a reoccurring back injury, and I, uh, I did, I hurt oh, myself damn. pretty, pretty good. So um, after that is when I started exploring uh, other options, but within yeah. the industry still. So sure, yeah, that'll do it for you. The traffic is a whole whole thing. I, I mean, it's pretty bad here in Chicago, depending on the time of the day and stuff. So I can totally sympathize with that. You can go, 
You're only going six miles away, but it could take you 45. Seriously, minutes. It's, like, what? It's, exactly. That's you know? exactly exactly how it is. For yeah. 30 to 45 minutes, even on the freeway, like it doesn't matter which right. which way you go. Yeah. Right, and that that would be annoying, I guess, if you're just like, I just want to get this done because I do like like the driving around part of work. You know, like when you when I was making transfer, it was nice just being able to like sit in the car and you know listen to something on the radio mm-hmm. or podcast or whatever else uh plugging up my own podcast like when you're on removals it's, it's, great it's, it's a great show to listen to <laughs> um but anyway yeah like i can see that if you're just sitting in traffic every day stop stop and go yeah that's that's no fun what was uh what would you say is one of the craziest removals you ever had to go on like what was a situation that was pretty bizarre for our funeral directors out there man i uh it's there's this one it, it's never gonna it's never gonna leave me it always follows me for whatever reason but okay. it's all it, that's the the story I tell all the time. It was the same coworker I was telling you about who used to I do the weekend crew yep. with, and uh, we okay. showed up to this lady's house, and um, man, <laughs> driving up we're like, okay, no problem, you know, because you kind of can you kind of get a sense from the front of somebody's house, sure. you know. We walk up the the woman, the next of kin is speaking with a uh, a pastor who came out to the house, and as soon as we get to the steps, the smell was there, and we were like, okay, oh no, like okay, here we go. And uh, the lady's still talking with the, the pastor and all this. And um, <laughs> we start talking to the woman and all the, oh, please excuse the mess. You know, we're, we're, we're getting ready to clean for the holidays and this and that. And uh-huh. we're okay. We uh-huh. get all of our paperwork signed. Everything's in order. Sure. Uh, may we please see where your little one's resting? She's like, okay, yeah, no problem. Um, she said, just be careful. Well put. Huh? <laughs> well put. Yeah. She's... And that, that's kind of a, a verbiage, you know, we, we tend to use when we're doing yeah. it. But um, she's like, okay, just be careful. Um, just It's a little messy inside the house. I swear to you, we go inside. There is just, I mean, towering above us. It's a hoarder house. And it's just oh, towering no. above us, man. There's oh. bugs crawling on the wall. There's oh my gosh, bags everywhere, open animal food. Uh, just, just oh. the um, there was such an ammonia stench. It just, yeah. it was, it was the worst, man. So we go in the room. Fortunately, That's this fantastic. lady's really tiny. Um, and before we even brought the gurney in, we you know we walked to go see where the the loved one was resting, and uh, yeah. we said we're not even going to bring the gurney, and there's just no point. We we did our assessment. We we put our identification yeah. on, and um. And we go back out. We're like, it just, this is not as good. He's not coming through here. And so we go in the room and she was, was she, was she decomped or was she not? No, she she had just passed away. Like maybe six hours, five or six hours. But it was the house that was the, the yeah, it was, it was was terrific, man. And, you know, we, we, there's, we go to pick up this lady. And as I said before, there was bugs all over the wall and they're crawling on her and, Oh. you know and she uh evacuated all of her you know her stuff and yeah so she's soaking <laughs> wet uh, front and back and yeah. we're like all right let's we just did it we just gloved up and we yeah. had to just carry her out uh, well, we wrap we wrap uh we wrap the loved ones in sheets uh before we we leave the house so that's what i was gonna say i i would <clears throat> go with the sheet in that situation yeah and i i mean there i don't think there's any other option you're not about to move this stuff you could have uh, you could have caused, you know, a domino effect of all oh, these man. mountains. Of I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even imagine. 
oh my goodness were there animals there too you said there were yeah there uh bags yeah of there was a large dog and i believe that they had a few cats oh my god but man i'm telling you it was so like the, the ammonia was so yeah. pungent like your eyes were just burning and your nose yeah. it just man yeah. you might as well have your ta- your head oh. over uh you know an embalming tank like you could, it's, it was like that damn yeah that's nasty. Okay, that's a good one. Right, so <laughs> glad, I, glad I already ate dinner because that that is pretty rough. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about your crematory work. Uh, what's your favorite part about it, um, and what does your kind of day to day look like? Yeah, so uh, every day I come in. Um, I, I schedule all my own cremations. So um, I try to do two a day, yeah. sometimes three if if there's a, you know, if we're uh, busy, you know, in a busier time. Um, but yep. you know, I'll, I'll come in, I'll check my schedule. Uh, I'll cremate the heaviest person first. This is for those who don't know any bit of the cremation process. The yeah. Get the them. machine going. And we, yeah, we tend to cremate the heaviest person first. And then, um, yep. so before that I'll gather, uh, all of the paperwork that I need, make sure everything's in order, all my permits. Um, I'll assign a, a metal identification disc to the decedent and that'll go into the uh, retort with the decedent as well. Yep. It actually goes in before. Yep. And then uh, after the decedent gets placed into the the chamber, that's pretty much it. And in, be, in the in-between time, I'm either uploading, uh, scheduling, uh, you know, emails, all that other fun stuff. And then sure. by the time the cremation is done, uh, I let the remains cool. And then I'll uh, have a few tools that I'll use. It's mostly a, I don't even know how to, it's called a clean out tool, but it kind of looks like a hoe. I don't know how else to explain it. You get the remains. Yeah, Yeah, on a 10 foot. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll get the remains into the collection bin and then then we'll sweep. And then we used to use a vacuum before. And for whatever reason, they said that they don't want us to use the vacuum anymore. So now we just scrape and sweep. Yep, yep. So yeah, the classic process. Yeah. Uh, have you ever have you ever singed yourself or burned yourself at all? Uh, I have a few small burns, but it's never from actually been from the retort. It's always been on the collection bins. After I'm I'm just going going oh. and like I'm it, 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 I can't even give you a, a scenario, but it just gets me on the damn forearm or something. I'm like, God damn it, the next yeah or something. Yeah, I mean, you've heard people you know, getting their eyebrows or whatever, depending on the situation. So I, I figured I'd figure yeah, you know, that's not, and I have a full B I've never had any, any yeah. issues with that. Wow. That's, that's lucky. That's a very good thing. Uh, have you ever had like, so do you guys use like a roller when you're, when you're pushing them into the retort, like underneath? Yes. Yes. So depending on that? the size of the person, um, if it's an average, if they're, if they're 250 and below, I'll use just one roller, but anything above that, I'll, I'll, I'll get one into the middle of the, the chamber. And yeah. then one more, we have a little, there's a, a little cutout area that a roller will sit in. And then the, the oh. lift that I have as well also has uh, rolling wheels on it as well. So it makes it a lot easier to slide in. Gotcha. Have you ever had anyone like stuck? Did you have like a difficult situation ever where you were trying to close it and you didn't get all the way in when it was super hot. I, I just remember like sometimes it was like close calls and I was like, Oh, like, let's go. It's go time. You know <laughs> no. I mean? So fortunately uh, I have never had anything like that happen. Uh, the, the biggest okay. issues that I have are when the decedents are, are large is um, once the fat ignites. Right. It, yeah. You know, so it's, um, it's a good fast, especially 
like if you did wait for a larger person and later in the day and it's already hot exactly that can go fast. exactly so yeah. and in, in in that situation what i would do is i would uh i would roll them in head first so their 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 head would be at the afterburner oh. side instead of right at the cremation burner side and then slowly okay. as they're you know uh pull yeah slowly pull them up yeah. yeah exactly yeah gotcha what were your thoughts uh about the first cremation that i ever saw like in the middle of i it. was i was genuinely fascinated i was like holy sh- you know shit like that's it's it crazy. is it really is and yeah. it's funny um there's a few new drivers that have started over the last you know, six eight months here or whatever and they're always uh-huh. so curious they're like hey you know how does this work how does that work you know and then i feel like right. cremation is uh is a very um what's the word people people are very curious about it, it you know more so than people are curious about every aspect of our jobs. Oh, no, but that's the thing. Exactly, exactly the thing. Uh, and I don't know if it's just because you know I'm I'm away from you know the embalming stuff and all that. I don't know if that has anything to do with yeah. it, but it just there's like a mis- I don't know. I guess there's like I feel like there's like a mystique about it. Like not too many people know too much about how yeah. things go. Yeah. So what what is your uh, like least favorite part? Is it? Do you have to like fill up keepsakes all the time too? Is that don't part even, of your Don't even not- fucking get me started on keepsakes because that is my absolute least it. favorite thing. I knew it's it. the jewelry. It's the tiny urns. Yes. It's the oh my yep. god, man. And then sometimes you'll get ten of them, and you're like, oh, yeah, shoot me now. Shit. Like, Friday, I had uh, about fifteen. Oh, fifteen urns about this size, so they're very tiny. Um. And, yeah. it, you know, it would be a lot faster uh, if I didn't – do you guys have to use bags when you place cremated remains in the urns or do they just go right into the urn? Use okay, bag, cool. Like plastic bags. Yeah, so that's yeah. what we. That's what I do as well. So if there wasn't that right. process, it would be so much easier just to scoop, you know, right, be done. Oh, yeah. But you got to get the bag in there. You got to get the remains the in, there, in there. You know, yeah. and then like I yeah. said, the necklaces, the rings, and just all of that shit is just – can go fuck right off to be perfectly honest. Yeah extremely tedious i we made a video uh i don't know if you ever saw it but we made a video and it was like you know and i was being like sarcastic i was like you know people always ask me what's my least favorite part of my job is it dealing with bad families is it getting or is it having to work with dead body like i was being all facetious and i was like no it's doing this and i like zoomed into me like filling up (laughs) and i couldn't get it i'm like damn it it's so like that's one of my favorite videos that we ever made i was like this is funny like this is actually speaks to me on a deep deep level it's the truth though man i those keepsakes are just the absolute worst and it's not even that it's hard it's just that they're tedious they're they're just meticulous you know right and if you're like the thing is if you're super busy and you have that and it's like it could take you an hour exactly it's just like I have so many other things that i need to do and it's that's probably the most that's the reason why it's probably like we all think that way because it's just, it's just a frustrating matter, exactly. you know, and of course we'll do it for our families, but it's just like, uh, like I don't like, I need to be doing other things. And it's yeah. just like having to be on that holdback mode, I think is part of it. No, that. absolutely. And, and like you said, it, it's for the family. So that's ultimately why it's like that much easier to get right. done. But I, yep. if, if they that's only knew, you know, right. Like you said, you know, right. you never know how much you, what you got going on in a day and, it's just yeah right exactly. so definitely uh, uh keepsakes are my least favorite aspect of this job okay yeah 
and I, I don't think families are aware of like how difficult and tedious it is either. And like, I understand what they're doing, but that's like part of our, our whole thing. Like there's so much uh, mystery as we were just saying behind our industry mm-hmm. that, you know, and people have kind of devalued us overall a little bit uh, in, a, in a lot of funeral directors opinions, not just my own. And if, and it's like, sometimes if it's like, if you only knew like how long it took me to do like these little exactly. tasks and how, like, how very tedious it can exactly. be, then you would be like, Oh, I understand why, you know, I get charged these prices or I understand why, you know, all these things are kind of a mystery or this and that. Like, I think there's reasoning behind all the things that we do and the reasons. No, exactly. And I mean, you know, for you, I mean, it could take, it could take a long time just to find a carotid, like, you know, sometimes somebody's hands not going to take the fluid properly or, or, or their feet or whatever the case. So you got to figure out how, how to make that happen. And you don't, you don't know what situation you're going to get into. Like today, um, speaking of you being in the ID room, do you guys ID everybody or is it just like on the, on the family's basis or how does that kind so, of work? And I have a story about an idea. Okay, today. cool. So usually uh, when we have um, a hospital removal, uh, we'll have an ID, uh, not an ID, I'm sorry, a release authorization um, with the person's name right. on it. And we tend to match that with the hospital band. And so yeah. that's the first, first step of it. And then when they come into our care, um, we'll still keep making, keep that all, all that information you know, with us. And then at some point the family yeah. will come in and they will either provide a photo or they'll do a visual ID. Uh, and that's how we'll like okay. finalize the identify the idea of a person. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. The photo. That's a good idea because sometimes it's just not a pleasant situation for a family. And sometimes like they don't want, like, I don't want to mm-hmm. see like, you know, it's like, that's, so that's cool that you, the photo, I never, you know, thought of that. That's a, that's a good idea. Um, but we had a family today that wanted to see, you know, their loved one before, uh, they were cremated. No problem. You know, we'll set up the person. Uh, and of course, you know, you're not going to have embalming, but he had so much purge. It was like out of control at, like literally freaking everywhere. And I'm not embalming. So like, I'm not going to go in like and sure. aspirate and do all those things. That's not part of the process. Like they didn't want the embalming process. So I'm not going to do this stuff. So I'm like cleaning him out, his, his nose, his mouth, and it's just still coming, still coming, still coming. And like, eventually I got it to a point where it like stopped. I don't always like gluing, but sometimes you have to glue, especially in this situation. I'm like, I have to mm-hmm. like do something to add an extra layer. Cause I'm not performing a full embalm here. So I do all this and I'm like checking and checking, like, cause they came in at like three o'clock and I'm like, I'm going to check at two fifty to make sure we're yeah. okay because I don't know what's going to happen. Like, please don't move his head. Like, please don't touch him. So that's, that was my story from today. Like a very difficult, I, you know, sometimes you, you can get ready for an ID and it takes five minutes. Five yeah. Minutes. Or sometimes today, it can take exactly. And it's like, it took. And fortunately for, for, this for you, for you guys, uh, it's all in house. But like I said, here, there's eight or nine different mortuaries that are getting, uh, right. that we do, uh, business with, you know? So, yeah. Uh, in this situation or in a situation like that, they would aspirate the purge, even if they're not going to be embalmed, just because they have to be transferred, uh, uh, transported and they're already dressed it. in, in their casket. So it's a, it's a preventative measure that they have to take sometimes if it's out of control like that. Right. I guess. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't know what the family's like reasoning sure. was behind not having 
overwhelming and this and that. So that does make sense. Like on a situation where it's just like it's necessary, then you'd have to. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that was something today that I was uh, not overly. And it was not the good. It was like the bad smelling. Like brownish. Oh, God. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Not good. I got a I got a story um, about that one too. If you want to hear a purge, that's right. <laughs> it was another yeah. removal story. Because uh, you know, aside let's from go. the remains, it's actually a relatively clean job being in the crematory. Yeah, um, it really is not that bad. You get a little dust. That's that's, really, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. Really, yeah. but doing removals right. or embalming or anything, you that's that's where all the mess is. You know. Yeah, I was uh, also with a worker I was speaking of earlier. We had two residence calls back to back. And it was the one fucking day I wore a white shirt, of course, because uh, why would it happen for any other time? We get to the house, we do our course. thing, place our ID, we're about ready to go. Um, the hallways were a little tight in this one, so we had to uh, mm-hmm. leave the gurney outside of the, the bedroom, which the person was resting on it. And she was a really tiny lady, like really emaciated, like just super, super tiny. Yeah. And we're like, okay, no problem, yeah. you know, so we, we, we scooped her, and we're bigger gentlemen. So when we scooped her, we scooped her completely onto her yeah. side. Oh. So she was like, you know, yeah. this was her body here. Anyway, here it comes. and the family's at the door and I just feel wet on my stomach. I'm like, Oh, and then I hear it hit the floor and I'm like, fuck. No. And we flatten, you know, get her flat on her back. And the family's just standing there. They're just like, yeah. Stand. And I'm like, and we tried to get out of there like as quickly as we possibly could and uh i was so it was it was it was just a humongous humongous stain on my shirt dude and it was on their floor and uh god it was just and then and then to follow that we did the next residence was immediately after that so i had to like try and not show my stain on my shirt and then to top this did you try to like I don't want like that touching my skin, so I would be like stuffing uh, tissue in there. I didn't, like, I I didn't have the, the oppor- not, that opportunity or the supplies needed to do that, even if I wanted to. <laughs> and we come back, and this is the the, the, the icing on the on the cake. Uh, I was throwing some bio away in a you know the designated trash can, and I had just turned around, and my the backside just touched up against another bio trash can. Didn't think anything of it. Nothing was wrong. I went outside, was talking to a few of the guys, and I went to go pull up my pants. This is the same day with the purge on my shirt. Go to pull up my pants, okay. and my hands wet. I'm like, what the fuck? I look. What now? What is this? It's brown. And I'm like. Don't smell I, it. I, I oh. smelled it. Unfortunately, I smelled it, and it was shit. So I had purge and shit on me <laughs> on the same day. It was a great day. Great day. Oh, that's a big dry cleaning day for you. Oh no, no I, fuck! I just their their guy might as well have just thrown them in the retort. That's how that's how much I got rid of those clothes. <laughs> it was bad. God, I love it. I love it. Uh, well, Caden, this has been a great conversation. Uh, so much fun. We love sharing all the stories that you have, and um, appreciate what you do every single day. You. you know, that's a hard job. I'm sweating and grueling away, and and working hard in the crematory, but. Um, you know, we all we all know we have a special place here um, in doing what we do. So we we want to thank you for taking the time to, yeah, to join us and sharing. Absolutely, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure.